Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parentingpodcast. Before he returned to heaven, it's recorded in John's Gospel, chapter 16, that Jesus told his disciples, In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. And that's a good lesson for us to remember and to teach our kids. We're going to face hardship in the Christian life, but God promises to never leave us. I'm John Fuller, along with Danny Huerta. He heads up our parenting and youth department here at Focus on the Family. And let's go back to a conversation Jim Daly and I had with author Shauna Pilgreen, in which Shauna was talking about her family moving to San Francisco to serve God and some of the difficulties uh, their family faced. Here's how Jim Daly began that conversation. Tell us about the day you were taking some food to a family when something scary happened. I mean, this is, you know, again, these things are all tied together. The more you risk for the Lord, I think the more spiritually you're rewarded in seeing his actions, right? Right. Well, and of course, you know, just as much as God is alive and working in our cities, the enemy certainly is too. And so this one felt definitely like an attack. But uh, we had just gotten our new minivan. And uh, the kids had deemed it the spy mobile because it had, you know, dark windows. So we were driving the spy mobile downtown to take a meal <laughs> to a family. And we scored a great parking spot, which is hard to do, hard to do mm-hmm. in the city. I used to work in the Bay Area. Yeah, so, so I you get know, that. you know. So we were all high fiving because we got a great parking <laughs> spot. We were probably inside the apartment for maybe half an hour. And as we came down, um, I did the little clicker on the remote and... It should have made a sound, and it didn't. And as I looked closer, I thought, hmm, I think we've got a hole in our window. So as I got closer, we realized, yes, yeah, someone had broken in and had taken our kids' backpacks mm-hmm. and made away with it. Yeah. So I called our friends that we had just taken a meal to, called my husband, who was not where he, I needed him to be. He was on a work trip. So and... did you talk kindly to him? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm yeah. sure so. I'm just yes. thinking on I was at a place uh, where I needed help. It always yeah. happens when we're traveling. I'm thinking of the husband now, man. <laughs> help. Yes. And I mean, there wasn't much he could do. Right. So, you know, <laughs> called the police, filed a report, but I had to drive the van home with the glass and the missing backpacks. And when we got home and got the kids set up with, I don't know, movie Legos, I don't even know at that point. It was a dark moment. I wanted the windows closed, I wanted the door locked, and I didn't wanna go outside for a few days. What were you feeling? I was feeling, man, like something had just been taken away from me. Violated. Violated. And so much, I mean, everything we do, the whole reason we're there is to serve the people. And one of the persons in the city took advantage of that. And it hurt. It really hurt. Did you translate into where were you, God? Absolutely. And how did that get answered? I mean, how do you, you're out there doing so much good and Mm. trying to help people who are poor, who are broken, taking a meal to a family. And Lord, really, you let somebody break into my van? I'm learning that our battle isn't with flesh and blood. So even though I was mad at the person, I call him the window smasher, even though I was mad at him or her, I realized that person is more broken or just as broken as I am. Yeah. And so tried to sleep that night, but the next morning I went and scraped up all the broken glass in the van. I think there were probably a few crunchy French fries and some stale Cheerios in the midst of that broken glass. The safety glass leaves you with these pebble kind of things. It does. But you did. You scooped it into a jar. And I save it. And it is that reminder for me that we are where we are Hmm. 
to be with the people who are broken. Because if we don't live there, it's broken with broken, right? But we come with beauty that can only be found in Jesus Christ. And so beauty has to live among the broken. Well, Danny, it can be so difficult uh, to explain those kinds of hard situations to our kids, um, especially when they're younger. Mm. What's a good response when a child, you know, says, hey, mom or dad, why would God let that happen? Why, why did that happen? It's a tough question. It really is. I've been asked that by, by my own kids and in, in my counseling practice as well, where, where uh, I've had teens say, now you're a Christian. Why would God let this all happen? Mm-hmm. Why does he let evil happen? Uh, really, first, you want to understand from your child's heart uh, what is really happening. What is, what is the question they're asking? Why do bad things happen? God never promised that we would be safe uh, physically. He never promised that life would be easy. And we assume that in Scripture. If he's with us, then everything's going to be great. He said he'll be with us to strengthen us, to mold us. He'll guard us spiritually as we, as we seek his guidance and wisdom along the way. And as parents, we want to make sure our kids understand that, that God is walking a path with us that may be rocky at times, may be confusing, but God is there ready to listen to our prayer and to, and to, and to be uh, with us in every moment, every season, whether it's good or bad. And generally, we tend to ask the question, why would God allow this when it's a bad thing? So I guess the same question would be, why would God allow good things then, mm. uh, right? And he's, God is a loving God, and as a loving father, sometimes when my child fails or there's something difficult, I see growth, and that's life-giving to my child. And that's what God wants for us from a spiritual standpoint. Mm-hmm. How much can we depend on him and then grow from that? Yeah, and I think it's really good to dial in, as you said, to the feelings, the emotions, to validate those mm-hmm. and to even say, uh, I, I struggle at times too. I don't have all the answers. I don't think when a child asks us a hard question, we're supposed to have all the right answers, right? Yeah, I remember saying, I really don't know specifically why. I just know this. Mm-hmm. And so I was able to, to share what I do know from yeah. what Scripture tells us. And then I hold them, and uh, we've, we've concluded some things we just don't know. We'll know when we get to heaven. Mm-hmm. And it's important for us to model out uh, that heart for others and uh, a desire to know who God is and how he does walk through the valley of the shadow of death with us, how he does accompany us through difficult times. Well, here at Focus on the Family, we want to help you handle those tough questions a little bit better and uh, to be able to uh, draw on articles, resources. We've got so much at our website. Stop by the website if you haven't in a long time. Uh, You're going to find something that is uh, helpful and age-appropriate for your kids. We'll have some links in the episode notes. We do recommend, uh, as well, Shauna's book, Love Where You Live, which has some great advice to help you and your family serve God in your own backyard. We'll send a copy of that book to you as our thank you gift when you make a donation of any amount to Focus on the Family today. You can donate when you click on the link in the episode notes or call 800, the letter A, and the word family. Well, next time we'll talk about how to help your kids find good friends and be a good friend as well. I'm John Fuller, and on behalf of Danny Huerta and the entire team, thanks for joining us today for the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. Mm -hmm.